use this time to just shore yourself up for anything that could possibly happen. And then if it does, you're prepared. You're already a step ahead of all the others that are not. You know, get yourself ready. Get yourself ready for it. And then you're only gonna be steps ahead of everybody. And if you're ready to go full-time into entrepreneurship, then you're there. You've already started the process. Good evening, partner. Ah, good morning. How are you today? Absolutely wonderful. But I have to say, everyone's talking about the price of groceries, the price of gas, the price of electricity. Is it the same oh. for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, over here in Bermuda, a carton of eggs is now $5. $5. Ouch. That's like they doubled in six months. It's crazy and that's just one of like many items that are just getting uh yeah insane they're trying to do things now you know governments are doing things to try to decrease duty and stuff to kind of help the economy but it's all anybody is talking about nowadays is economy downturn recession perhaps even a depression you look Same. over what's happening in europe you know that's scary the uk pound like it's all the anything UK pound to the us dollar phenomenal like never I seen that i think it's yeah absolutely the us dollar is just going nuts and 10 percent inflation i'm sure i saw on the news 10 percent inflation in some countries in europe people are talking about it there's a lot of fear in the air around this you know i mean none of Certainly. us in our generation have lived through a depression We've certainly lived through what they called a recession. Um, yes. Here in Australia, it was called the GFC, Global Financial Crisis. We like to yeah. have acronyms for everything. So <laughs> it was the GFC. I like it. It sounds yeah. a little less scary when it when it's just some letters. <laughs> Crisis is not a word I want to say out loud, but a GFC, okay, yeah, we can we can go with that. Yeah, I mean, it, it can be very worrying, can be very scary, um, especially for an entrepreneur. And but it can also be an amazing, inventive, creative, innovative time as well. So I always like to look at the positive everything, and I even just look back in my own story. And if uh, we talked about it early on in a podcast episode about our journey uh, where we started, but my whole business—I started out as a freelance graphic designer during the last recession we had here, which really hit Bermuda around um, 2011, 2012, after the sort of real estate crash in the US that happened around 2008, we kind of knocked on um, effect happened here and our economy really contracted. Um, I believe they called it a recession. Don't remember details too much, but that was a really bad, the last really bad global financial time was during between 2008 and 2010. So I started my whole business during that time and it was very scary. <laughs> there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of hustle. Um, and sometimes I look back and go, oh, how did I do that? I was pregnant, <laughs> you know, I had a kid already that was in school and um, it was a bit of a crazy time. But when I look back on it, I'm really glad it happened because I don't know that I'd be an entrepreneur today if we hadn't gone through that time, and if I hadn't have had to make that decision, and if everything hadn't sort of fallen into place for me because of what else was going on in the economy. 
Yeah, and you raise a great point. I mean, aside from all the personal stuff that was going on for you and that kind of personal fear and how do I feed my family, you're in marketing. You're in graphic mm -hmm. design. So back then, you were doing mostly graphic design. Yeah. And companies are scaling back. They're yes. scaling back their staff. They're scaling back their training programs. They're scaling back even sometimes their hours of operation like really mm -hmm. fundamental stuff. And I can guarantee you, they must have been scaling back marketing budgets. It's the so number one thing that selling scales back. marketing service yeah. to an, in, in an environment where people are scaling back marketing budgets. So yep. tell me, talk to me. Like, yeah. How do you I, still build a business on that? Right. At the time, before I was made redundant, I was working for a publishing company that was producing magazines and like newspapers and different things. And yeah, the marketing, that's exactly why I was made redundant because the budgets were all being cut and big industry, not just small, you know, mom and pop shops, but big industry were cutting back their marketing budgets because it was easier than cutting a salary, right? Oh, we'll do, you know, less advertising. We don't need to do as much. So they cut back, they cut back. And, um, and then there just was wasn't enough pie left over for a small publishing company to keep full-time staff. So that's what ended up happening. I got made redundant um, and I went part-time with them and then I you know, picked up more part-time business. But yeah, it definitely was um, a crazy time because I knew that. Like I knew people were marketing less. So how do I have a business that markets stuff for other people? And while they did less, certainly, there were some companies that took the opposite approach and decided to do more. They yeah, switched how they did it. Yeah, mm -hmm. they switched. So it was less sort of maybe the expensive print ad in a really expensive magazine, right? Because that would be a big spend of like $2,000 for one ad. And instead turn that money or a portion of that money into social media. And that's really when social media, I think marketing on social media started taking off was in the last recession, the last downturn, because it was a free media and people realized really quickly how many people you could access for like a free service. Yeah. Kind of incredible, right? I mean, the algorithms, everything's changed now. We know that in marketing, it's not nearly as free or as accessible as it used to be. But it was certainly when that rose. I mean, and that's exactly when Instagram was founded as well. Instagram started in like 2010, which was during the last Great Recession or just at the very tail end of it. Yeah. And I think and I do believe it's because marketing brands started moving onto those platforms. But before social media was nothing more than sharing pictures of your kids, your dog, your dinner, you know, your vacation. And all of a sudden brands were like, wow, we have access to a lot of people, we can sell stuff. So they started to advertise on these platforms. And then the platforms just, you know, responded by new ones popping up, growth, et cetera. And we saw so much innovation during that time of other businesses, especially tech businesses, WhatsApp, you know, Airbnb, all of a sudden you can book a you know, place to stay online, you know, that came out of the last recession. Um, Instagram, like I mentioned, Pinterest was another one that came out of that time. Groupon was another mm -hmm. one that came out of that time. Groupon. And and, and yeah. because they were Maybe offering discounts, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it, it made sense, yeah. so much sense for the time. It was really innovative to have yeah. a coupon-based online service Absolutely. that gave discounts. So it kept, I think, a lot of businesses afloat by being able to offer it to the masses 
in such a big way. It was it was brilliant. It was brilliant service at the time. Uber was another one, another big one. Right. A lot of these sharing economy came out of the last um, recession because the Airbnb, right? And people found different ways to make money. Necessity is the mother of invention. They've always said that, right? And here you are stuck between a rock and a hard place. The world is in recession. And so you need to be creative and generate new ideas, innovate, um, to meet people's new set of needs, right? I mean, you're always solving a problem in small business and here you suddenly have new needs arising because things aren't the way they used to be. And I think that's what recession brings in. It brings change and pivot, that word that <laughs> was fashioned <laughs> during COVID, you know, but um, it's about really accepting change and then looking for the opportunities in change. And that's something that, you know, we love to share with our members and, and our clients. How do you find the opportunity in change when everyone around you is feeling fearful and trying to hunker down and get things close to them? And, you know, every, and if you're that one person, what do they say? They zig, you zag. If you're that one uh. person that just says, I'm open, I'm open. I'm open to anything. I'm open to ideas. I'm open to opportunities. I'm open to collaboration. Let's go. Let's double down for this recession. Let's double down and level Ooh, up and be yes. ready for this recession. Yes, yes, yes. I, I heard recently it said that a recession is like a forest fire. Obviously, when it's happening, you don't want it. It's terrifying. You get away. You try to escape it, right? But what does a forest fire do? It clears the way for new things to grow. Mm -hmm. And more than that, like from an Australian perspective, the forest fires are actually biologically and chemically required for some tree species. And I believe eucalyptus is one of them, which is obviously the, the iconic Australian tree. Um, those species require the heat of the fire to crack open the pods so that the seeds can be released to germinate new trees. Wow. Isn't that phenomenal? That's really cool. That's that's really cool to know that. And that's just knowing that alone takes away some of the fear of it, right? It's like, okay, it's necessary. We don't want it. And it's bad when it impacts human existence and human life in your own personal house, right? But of course, yeah, when you realize... Devastating. Yeah. yeah, when you realize the, okay, but it's still necessary from an environment standpoint, okay, you know, it's so it's cycle, more of a management. Yeah. 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 It yeah it's always a cycle. Of, a natural cycle. And we see that, unfortunately, with climate change and, you know, you've just been through a hurricane, etc. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> that's a whole different conversation, I guess. But this is a, a natural cycle. And, and there's evidence to show that recessions happen in cycles, right? Yeah. Every and 10 years or so, every 10 years or so, we hit a downturn in the economy. Yeah. And it can be caused by, like now it's, we know what it's been caused by, what the whole global world has been through in the last two, three years, but it's also cyclical. So it probably would have happened with or without COVID. I think COVID maybe COVID accelerated and it and war, of course, accelerated it happening sooner and maybe will make it worse 
than what it might naturally have well, been. Because people are starting on the back foot. Some businesses are starting on the back foot. I think this whole conversation could easily relate parallel to the COVID conversation because so many yeah. of the entrepreneurs that we've spoken to on this Resilient Entrepreneurs podcast have said that COVID, the whole pandemic, did their business a favor that they've flourished in that time and they almost feel a bit guilty talking about it whereas sure. others have just completely closed their doors and and packed up for good and some of that was related to shutdowns lockdowns and they weren't able to pivot and get online or get to maybe their type of business didn't allow for that or or maybe you know i truly believe that there are a number of businesses that close because maybe when you just in business for so many years you know it's a really hard decision to say i've had enough right if you're not going to mm -hmm. hand it on to someone in the family or sell the business it's a very hard thing to walk away from something that you've been doing for so long yes. and something man monumental comes along like a pandemic shutdown for so long that is i mean admittedly crippling you financially but isn't it so much easier than just to say yeah now's the right time to not mm. push through, to not um, try to find creative solutions, to not be resilient, because that's not the direction I want to go. I think some companies closed because they made that personal choice. Sure. And it's a great thing to have that choice. And like and a forest fire, it clears, it, it clears away the dead wood too, right? It clears away the things that aren't working. Right, because that is not going to survive. If it's not working, it's not going to survive a, a yeah. bad economy. You yeah. know, you have to have a business that works, that people need, that people want, that people can pay for, um, or are willing to invest in. Not necessarily like you know if they have the money or not. It's not about that. It's about is it something they want to invest in because it's going to help them grow, build, be the thing that they need. So how do you be the best at it? Right, those are the businesses that are going to survive. The businesses that are going to thrive, even. And I think it's an amazing time to be an entrepreneur, especially a small business entrepreneur or a solo entrepreneur, because you have the ability to pivot and move without all the pressure of overhead, maybe a big staff. It'd be a really hard time to be an entrepreneur with a huge staff right now, because you may have to make some really hard decisions. Now might be the time where you have to decide or in the next few months, whether or not to let people go because profit is not what profit was, you know, two years ago. So it is going to be a time of really hard decisions when you don't have a lot of overhead and a lot of staff to have to worry about um, being responsible for, then it's a lot easier because you can pivot, you can move, you can change, you can go, okay, where is that need? Right. That's what we did during COVID. We had a whole different plan for this business. Two for one was not meant to be this when we first started out. And we were like, okay, there's no need for that business right now so what are we going to do where was the need and we immediately looked around and said okay the need is small business owners getting online getting social getting you know their marketing leveled up and that's why we created two for one to what it is today and we've been growing and building since and are we going to need to look for another pivot in the next year i don't think so because i think the need is exactly right for the time and because we pivoted two years ago i think we're well positioned for what's coming in the next year or two and I think that's where people may find themselves in a bit of an advantage and where COVID may have helped their business because they may already be lean.
because they had to make hard decisions staffing wise. So they may already be lean. They may already have pivoted. They may already got themselves online and got a new website up or, you know, the social media, you know, working on that engagement right now, that marketing. And in my opinion, it's time to just do more, right? Do more marketing. Businesses that market. Yes, business and market during a economic downturn are the ones that survive it because people know about you, you show that you're in business, that you're doing good business and you have things that people want. And as long as you get those things right, I don't, it, it's, it is going to be a good time for you to be in business right now. As hard as that is for some people to believe, I firmly believe recessions are the best time to be an entrepreneur. It just takes a different mindset. You've got to just have the right mindset through it. It is all about mindset. It's funny. Um, I remember when my mum owned a business during, I suppose it was the 2008 GFC, and you know, she said, oh, Vicky, everyone's talking about this recession. And I just say, what recession? I refuse to believe there's going to be a recession. My mum's brilliant at this, mind games with herself. Meant <laughs> 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 in the nicest possible way. I mean, it certainly served her very well because, you know, Customers would come in, she was in retail, customers would come in and they'd be a little bit gloomy and doomy and maybe they were looking for a little, you know, affordable retail therapy just to make themselves feel better and she'd brighten them up and be all perky and they'd be coming and saying, oh, they'd come from a previous store and, you know, they said, oh, they're not doing very well down the road there and oh, they're just talking about how slow everything is. Mum like, slow? Heck no, we're having great fun in this store. Do you know, it's all about the mindset and of course those customers felt so much better having had a conversation like that and and there might be a bit of fake it till you make it in there but i think honestly it's just you see what you look for ah yes that's so true and it's what you project out you know you project out that optimism um it it makes you naturally more attractive than negativity right so yeah when you're yeah, when you're doing your marketing, stay positive. That's the message there. Oh my goodness, absolutely. <laughs> so what what else do like small business owners need right now? Like oh, yeah. need to be able to survive this not survive. Resilience. I don't like the word survive. I like the word thrive. Yeah, it's definitely resilience. But what does that mean? Like what does it mean to be resilient? Like it seems almost a heavy word, resilient. Are we tired of being resilient? Word. We've been resilient for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't resilience lead to burnout because you're just pushing through and pushing uphill and trudging through it? No, that's not what resilience means to us anyway. It's very much about being aligned. It's about a daily practice of being mindful of what you're doing in your business. Are you focusing on the right things? Are you focusing on the things that deliver results? Does it feel hard or does it feel aligned? Are you in flow? You know, that's when you're in flow, the creativity just comes. You're already thinking clearly and differently. You're seeing opportunities that are right in front of you because opportunity is always right in front of us. Always right in front of us. It's just about whether or not we will, whether we are in a state where we can allow ourselves to see it. And I think resilience is a state. It's a state of mind, but it's a state of being. It's when you're in flow. And these are things that you can do. There's all kinds of personal um, tools that people use. You know, some people meditate. Some people go for a morning walk. Some people like to go to the gym and pump iron. Whatever it is, you know, moving your body, 
move your, what do they say? Move a muscle, move a thought. Right? Mm. If you're stuck in a funk, go for a walk. Get some fresh air. Move your mind. You, you move your body. Yeah. Yeah. Super and important. That's just one of those things. The other thing is, you know, keep learning. Like always have that hungry mindset, that that perspective that you don't already know it all, even if you've been in your industry for 20 years. Like we stay have. curious. Stay curious. That's one I like. Always stay curious. Yeah. yeah we can always learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we do learn from each other. And that's why community is so important in staying connected and feeling the sense of belonging that you're not in this alone. Yeah. I think community is key, especially when when things feel like they're crumbling around you and the stress is piling and the worry and the all of that. It's like when you have a community that just kind of helps ground you again, you know, because oftentimes we've said this so many times before, but especially as a solo entrepreneur, you feel like you're on your own. You're doing it all on your own. And when it is all on you, it's so much weight on you all the time and you know when you trade your nine to five for your 24 7 job <laughs> which is what entrepreneurship is <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's all consuming and when you're doing it all on your own and you think oh my god how am i going to get through this thing whatever this thing that's you know weighing on you do i have enough money to pay payroll tax for myself this month right and then you get into a community and you're like hey guys i don't know how where am i going to find this payroll tax like, oh my god payroll tax is stressing me out and then you get in front of a community and there's an accountant in the community that goes well hey you can you know, you can do this or you can defer that or you can do and you're like oh thank you that's the piece of information i needed which you wouldn't have found on your own unless without tons of research, but there's just a community to tap into that has that knowledge for you. Oh my God, that's what I love. And that's why we established the league in the first place. So if there's a first time listening to our podcast, like the Level Up League is our membership program. We've had running since 2020. And we have amazing, brilliant entrepreneurs in there from all different types of businesses and all different stages of businesses of their business and you know we talk about marketing but we also talk about so much business development dealing with things like you know financial stresses as as well as just you know that loneliness in the journey and it's just amazing to have a group of cheerleaders and fans and friends and and collaborators because that's something we've also really seen within a community and my favorite part about community is just hey guys I'm doing this thing and somebody else is doing something else that you know works so well in collaboration it's not competition it's just hey we can work together on this or hey i know the perfect person that's going to help you you know i know yeah. of a va that could do that for you yeah um, like for that va conversation you know we have people in our membership who are so weighed down by all the work that they have to do and then someone else says you don't have a VA? Like, what's going on? Why Why aren't you there yet? We know you can do that. And it's a bit of a light bulb moment. And that's just one example. But there's many examples like that where you know, there's no shame. There's no judgment. It's a very safe space. But it's a sharing of, well, I'm already doing that. So did you want to try it? I can put you in touch with someone. And it feels so much easier, so much more aligned and that's why we mean collaboration and the opportunity that's right in front of you too. Yeah. And the other thing I like about the league while we're talking about it is that more structured 
concept, the more structured component of it, where there's a, an element of, uh, we call it, a, it's a marketing challenge. So it's an element of accountability. We like to think that, you know, you can only be accountable to yourself, right? No one else is going to yeah. ever make you do something. But when you have an opportunity and a framework to work within where everyone's doing this and you choose, you can choose to participate in it too, then once a month we just set you with a fun, challenging uh, marketing activity. And you can choose, you know, whether you go all in or whether you just take one piece of it and do it. But it's about that consistent layering as well, right, from marketing especially. Resilience yeah. is all about consistent layering and doing it because you want to, not because you feel like you should. Shoulds are, are a banned word. There's no shoulds. <laughs> you should yourself to death. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I mean, I personally am a person that thrives on a challenge. Like, give me a challenge. That's it. Like, I will go all in. And that's when I am more apt to take action. Because it's real easy to kind of sit back and go, okay, this is working. That's not right. I'm gonna do it. Am I gonna do it? Am I not gonna do it? But when there's a challenge, it's like, oh yeah, I'm on it. I want to do that. I want to win that. I, I'm competitive. I admit, I am competitive, and competition drives me. And I always look at that as a good thing. That is, I know one of my maybe superpowers is that I love competition. Not in the way that I want to crush anybody. I'm not in it to, to win and to take anybody out. But I am in it to just continuously better myself, level up what, what I do, learn what I do. What you're just talking about, like learning and stuff. You learn so much from talking to other people. Because you might just get like that perfect book recommendation or podcast to listen to or... Um, you know, that little dose of inspiration. We also have a WhatsApp chat, which I think is awesome for inspiration. And um, and celebrating the little stuff, right? Celebrating those little wins. It's yeah. so important, especially at a time like this when there feels like doom and gloom and, you know, you know, are we going to make it through this month? Do we have enough cash flow to survive? And then you're like, okay, but I did this and I've got this client and, you know, or I, I got, I become a guest on a podcast or this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And it can be small things, but when you look at them and analyze them and realize you're just always taking positive steps forward, it builds and builds and builds. And when you're doing those day after day, week after week, month after month, Despite an economy, despite anything that's going on around you, you're continuously building, you're going to look back and you're going to be in that group of entrepreneurs that do make it, you know, that don't quit, that don't go back to the nine to five because it feels safe. Because the reality is nine to five is not safe. When you're working for somebody else, you are relying on them doing what they say they're going to do, paying you every month, paying your health insurance and all of that feels very safe when all is good. But at a time like this, you do not know what's happening behind those doors in those boardrooms because they're making hard decisions, which may impact you and you may not get a lot of notice. You know, it's it has happened to me. It's happened to plenty of people I've known in the past and you should be ready for it. And the best way to get ready for it, if you're not ready to make the leap into entrepreneurship, which I do not think people should do lightly, like prepare yourself for entrepreneurship. It is a ride. <laughs> you do need a community. So put that on your agenda to do when you're ready. But if you're just one smart thing I could advise people to do right now is just start your side hustle. 
because everybody's got a side hustle in them. I always had a side hustle and that's what made jumping into entrepreneurship work for me was because I was always doing graphic design on the side for other clients. I already had clients that I was working with on the side and I was able to grow them into more clients and get the referrals and, and build myself into a, a full-time agency just doing graphic design because I had that hustle already going. Now is the perfect time, even if it only brings you in $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. It's something you could build and grow on, or at least you have that extra. Save it, you know, put that rainy day money in, squirrel it away, invest it, you know, get that little extra in. It's worth it. This is the right time to do it. Use your free resources like your social media to market it. You know, email marketing, we always talk about the importance of email marketing. Build your email list. Use this time to just shore yourself up for anything that could possibly happen. And then if it does, you're prepared. You're already a step ahead of all the others that are not. You know, get yourself ready. Get yourself ready for it. And then you're only gonna be steps ahead of everybody. And if you're ready to go full-time into entrepreneurship, then you're there. You've already started the process. Yeah. And that's the hardest part. And the cool thing is with the stats is average recession lasts about 15 months which really is no time at all how quickly a year flies by i mean we've just seen what happened in the last two years i mean was there even a 2021 <laughs> i don't i don't know we're skipping that year. so i mean time flies you know 15 months passes by and then it's followed by a spurt of about 10 years of growth growth so you're doing your prep now you're working towards that and you will be shining bright and yeah. don't forget talking about competition if you considered it a race which we don't really but if you look at what you're doing and if you have someone in a similar space who's pulling back reducing working on fear and you're growing even if it's step by step then you've gone so much further ahead than someone who was pulling back so once the recession clears Look where yeah. you are compared to the rest of your your market. Yeah, and you know, history research always shows that the people who do that are the ones that are way ahead of others when it's when it all clears when the dust settles, and your your growth journey is far ahead. And now's the perfect time to take advantage of opportunities that only come around at a time like this because costs are going to have to drop right they're going to have to drop costs of supplies there's going to be a demand supply shift so this is the top time you know there's opportunities you just got to look for them because everybody's going to be trying to sell you their stuff so how do they do that they're going to have to reduce their prices so now you can get things at better prices you know so just being paying attention to just those small things could really get you so much further ahead now is the perfect time to be an entrepreneur it is i believe it i'm going to say it forever and i want people to know it and believe it too because get out of the fear push past all of that look for the opportunities it's the time to innovate it's a time to like look and, and talk to people, ask around, see what people need, get 
get real curious about your industry, use social media well, create polls and surveys and engagement and see what people are talking about. You know, if you're really tuned in and paying attention, you're going to see so many more opportunities than tuning into the news and seeing all the doom and gloom and, you know, letting yourself work on fear and, you know, making rash decisions or not making any decisions, which can be worse when you just stick in the mud. It's still a decision. Yeah, it's true. Do That's not do true. Anything. Mm. Yeah, so I, we'll always stay on the positive. We're always going to be here to support small business owners. Owners, it's what we do. It's what we love. It's who we're passionate about helping and inspiring. And you know, we've had our moments of wobble, and we didn't quit. And we want to make sure that all of you entrepreneurs out there never quit because there is so much opportunity. It's the only opportunity you have to really create wealth and freedom in your life, whatever wealth and freedom looks like to you. It doesn't matter if it's you need to be a millionaire or you just want to be someone that travels and takes their laptop and, you know, lives a nomad existence. That's wealthy too. Um, or just, you know, someone who wants to spend more time with their kids and stay at home and, you know, have a business that runs well out of your living room. That is amazing as well. And we are here to support everybody in those spaces. And, uh, Please reach out to us. Tell us what you're thinking about the recession. Where's your mindset at? Where are your worries? We'd love to hear about it. Or what's your positive you know, mindset? What growth are you looking towards and forward to? And where do you want to be? Let's set some goals. What goals are you setting for the next year or two? Where do you want to be when all of this finishes and we start moving towards that growth and we start, everything starts accelerating? You know, you want to already be halfway up the roller coaster ride when it's time to accelerate. You yes, don't want to be starting yeah. at the bottom, still loading all the people in. <laughs> We want to be at the top, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. We want to hear from the future Ubers and, uh, yeah, Groupons and Dropboxes. We want to hear from you. We don't need to hear your uh, trade top secrets, but let us know that you're out there and what you're working on and how you're going to be resilient through all this in the most easy, flow, creative kind of way. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Well, thanks, partner. This was an awesome conversation. Um, it is a great conversation. I feel fantastic about, well, <laughs> I'm not going to say I feel fantastic about the recession because that just might come back and bite me in the butt. <laughs> but right, going um, forward you know, in the right we're, mindset. We're in control of this. We get to choose what yeah. path we're on. And that's a really, it's a, it's a beautiful reminder, I think, for everybody. Yeah, let's absolutely. do this we're in it together and uh just always look for your tribe look for people who um are like-minded and and can lift you up as you lift them up and on that note good night partner good morning partner <laughs> see you later so thanks for joining us on Resilient Entrepreneurs. We're Laura and Vicky from 241. We love supporting entrepreneurs, especially with mindset, marketing, and motivation, which is why we've built an incredible community of business founders who meet weekly in the Level Up League. If you'd like to know more about it, look us up at 241branding.com.